Welcome to Women in Chemicals, Woman of the Week. I'm Amelia. I'm Zilko. And we are joined today by Nicole Waxman, counsel at WeGo Chemical Group. Hello, thank you for having me. So this week's episode is a special edition episode to announce our determination as a 501c3 organization. Simply, this means that the Internal Revenue Service has determined Women in Chemicals to be a charitable nonprofit organization, exempting us from taxes and allowing us to fulfill our mission by putting all of our resources towards our programming. This also means that contributions and donations are tax deductible to our donors. I wanna take a minute of this episode to recognize WeGo Chemical Group. They sponsored us in the substantial costs associated with our incorporation and the lawyer um, fees required to get our IRS determination. Nicole specifically has been a huge proponent for women in chemicals from the start, advocating for WeGo to cover these fees, consulting to help us find an appropriate lawyer, and advising us throughout the process. She has also done many hours of pro bono work to help us with our corporate sponsorship agreements and other legal dealings. I can confidently say Women in Chemicals would not be the organization it is today without Nicole championing for us behind the scenes every step of the way. So I'm really excited to introduce her to you, our community today. So Nicole, um, can you just introduce us to ourselves? Tell us about your background academically and professionally and how you got into the role you're in today. Well, first, I'd like to thank you for that uh, beautiful introduction. It's been my honor to um, help this wonderful organization, you know, kind of get its feet off the ground. And I commend you and, and the other founders for doing what you're doing you know, in the name of women within this industry. Um, so as you said, my name is Nicole Waxman. I um, professionally, I went to business school undergraduate and then went straight to law school, not exactly sure where my career would go, um, but was always somewhat of a school fanatic. And so I guess that was a way to extend my schooling. Um, I think I'm one of the few in this world that loves law school. And after law school, I was a corporate attorney, transactional attorney, mostly uh, mergers and acquisitions at Winston and Strawn in their New York office. After a few years there, I joined WeGo Chemical Group, which was actually founded, co-founded by my father, Hilbert Eshapur, about 30, 40 years ago. And um, you know, he had a partner for many years and had um, decided to uh, buy the rest of the company from his partner. And around that time, I joined and I've been with WeGo um, for about six, seven years now. Wow. So it's, yeah, so it's it's a family business. My two brothers work um, with the company as well. And so very different than my more corporate experience, um, but wonderful as well. And personally, I have a husband, Aria, and three 
children um, and still figuring out my role as a mother as well, but it's been <laughs> a great ride. Um, and yeah, so that's, I guess, in a nutshell, who, you know, my bio. Thank you. I think that will be really relevant, uh, your comment about still figuring out your role as a mother to a lot of our community. And that's a topic that we talk about a lot on these um, Women of the Week episodes. So I want to touch on that a little bit. Like, how have you prioritized, you know, having a personal life and a professional life? And do you have any advice that you can give to our community on, on that balancing act? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think it's a conversation that, you know, a lot of women are having. Um, and honestly, it's, it's a unique uh, process, I think, for every woman, because every woman, you know, what they can do, depending on their family circumstances and their personal circumstances and what they want to do, might not always align and is different for each individual. Um, you know, one thing, as I'm, as I said, I'm still figuring out and happy to, to dive into what that means for me particularly. But before I do that, one thing that I want to share is a few years ago, I attended um, the Iranian American Women Foundation's New York Conference. It's a nonprofit that was formed by uh, an Iranian woman. Both of my parents are actually originally from Iran. I'm a first generation American. And I grew up very close to the culture and the community in Great Neck, New York. And so I attended one of the panels and this particular panel was about working and balancing, you know, being a mother and a professional that who works. And two of the four women on the panel, I ju it just is so clear in my mind. One of them said, and these were very impressive women, like biochemists, physicists, I don't even remember exactly. But one of them said, you know, I had my children, I took a break, 10 years later, I came back, and I, I wish I didn't stop working, I wish I stayed connected. And then the next woman said, I, I had my children and I kept working and I wish I took a break <laughs> and, and then came back and I realized, oh God, there, you know, there's no answer. And, and every person, can, your, your own answer can change depending on your circumstances throughout your life. So my career shift, you know, being an attorney at a law firm and then joining a family business and finding my place within the family business was happening at a time that was around when I also knew that, you know, had, had married, was married and, and was thinking to start a family. And so it's had its moments, real moments of self-reflection and trying to figure out what's the right balance for me. And some days I feel like I'm, I'm hitting it right on the head and it's perfect balance right now. I only work mm -hmm. part-time. Um, you know, before COVID, I was going into the office about two to three days a week and, and usually just two days of working the third day from home. And some days it feels great. And some days I'm, I, I reflect and I think, you know, I, is this the right balance for me? But it is today. Uh, my children are still very young and um, I find it personally a luxury to be able to be present during the day with them some days. But 
while I am pursuing a career, I'm definitely not pursuing it, you know, with the same velocity in a way, with the same speed as I, as I could or would be if I was full-time. And so some moments that's a hard reality, but I remind myself that that's what I've chosen for as a priority. And I, and I have honestly the luxury, not everybody does to make that decision for myself and, and the support of my spouse um, and family to do that. And so I remind myself that, you know, you know, I'm lucky that I'm able to make those decisions because not every woman is in that position. Yeah, that's great. I, I love that commentary. And just the fact that you emphasize that it's how you prioritize and what's right for you. I think sometimes as women, we can kind of get stuck in this, you know, mold of being the perfect mother and the perfect employee. And, and it really is about finding the right balance for ourselves. Yes. And, and, and yeah, it's the right balance for ourselves. And honestly, what that, it's, it's, it's so important to be confident in your decisions because there's, there's really no right or wrong here. And again, everyone's circumstances will dictate certain you know, aspects of their life and whether they even have the choice to be working or not to be working. Um, but, but I think developing the confidence that this is what's right for me and my family today. And if I choose that, you know, if I decide or see that it's the wrong decision, then I'll, I'll try to reset. And so, um, I, I, I honestly, I still work on building that confidence because some days, again, I feel like, you know, I have certain friends as an example who have chosen to be full-time mothers and certain that have full-time careers. And so I'm in this neither here nor there. And some days I'm, I'm proud of that. And some days I, I reflect and I think, ah, should I be doing it the other way? But again, I try to ground myself and remember what I want and that, that you know, what I want and my family wants and needs is what's, what's important. Yes, I think that is, um, that is what I hear from a lot of friends, either in the chemical industry, but also um, just my, you know, private friends that do not belong at all to the chemical industry, but they are trying to figure out um, how to do it, how to have children and have a career. And I think it's, it's the, the only way is really to listen to your own heart, see what your family situation is, just exactly as you described it. Um, it's, you have to see what is right for you. And um, I think that also goes for everything. Some people might choose a big career. Some people are happy to, to have um, some job that, that is just um, nothing big, no nothing in management or anything, but that is what makes them happy. And I think that is what everyone should do. Just listen to what you feel like doing and then do it. And don't listen to, to what other people say and what other people think is right for them. Right. I, no, I agree. And, and one thing I would add to that is that, you know, life is short and, and we should take advantage of every moment, but life is also long in the sense that there are different phases of life. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I think to myself that if, you know, if this is what's right for me for these several years, that doesn't mean that it will be right for me in another five, 10 years. And then I'll have to reassess and I'll have to figure out what I need to do to make the change, whether it's in my personal life or my professional life. Sure. 
Sure. So as you mentioned, um, Wego is a family-owned business, um, and you are in a leadership role within our organization. So I'm just a little bit curious to weigh, since you are going through like trying to have this balance, how do you personally think companies can best support women um, in their careers and in their personal aspirations? And have you ever seen someone advocate or have you had someone advocate for you? And, and how did they do that? So what I would say is that forums like this, which I know it, you know, it, it is a nonprofit separate from the company that I'm working in, but whether they're part of the industry as a whole or within your own company and organization are really wonderful opportunities to network and to speak to other women and men, you know, and other people within uh, the industry and just the professional world, because we all can learn from each other and we can all use each, you know, use each other as a support system. So, um, I, I think that's a great place to start uh, to, to really be able to kind of tap the, the networks and the people around you for support and for guidance as, as uh, you figure out your career and your life. I mean, as far as a mentor, somebody that helped me, I, I would say that, you know, at, at, at my law firm, I didn't have one boss per se, you know, various partners within the corporate department had their own books of business. And the partners that I worked for were, were my boss or leader for each of the matters I was working on. And one of them was um, by the name of Jonathan Birnbaum, wonderful man. And he was so in touch with like, with just the fact that we were all people as well as employees. And so, you know, he knew that obviously like that I'm a woman and that I had interests in, in my family and, and dedicating time to them. And at that point I wasn't a mother and I was actually only dating my husband, my now husband, but I, but I was still connected to family and had certain events and whatever. And he, he paid interest to it and he, and just in that way, I felt supported because, you know, legal law, like law, uh, law firms can be a very um, dry environment. And it brought a more human aspect and experience to my day to day and didn't make me feel like I was living two completely different lives, like my life at the office and my life at home. For me, I viewed that as a form of mentorship and a for a way of navigating uh, my career with someone who was supporting me as a as a person more than just an associate at a law firm. Definitely, I can totally agree with that. I think there's been a lot of commentary around bringing your whole self to work, and that's been something that has been a lot more um, emphasized, especially in COVID where we're all going through this like anxiety inducing time and everybody's at home. And when you're on video calls, you see a kid run in the background or a dog bark. And it, I think it's reminded us, like you said, that we're all human. Um, and I hope that as we kind of come out of that, we can keep a piece of that humanity in our professional lives. 
I, I hope so too, because you're right. It's easy to forget. <laughs> um, so we, you know, I mean, the Delta variant is reminding us of COVID. So we'll see what, no, just, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yes, it, it's, you know, of course, this pandemic is by no means worth any lessons it's teaching us, but there are some silver linings like that, that I think, you know, mankind will benefit from if they hold on, if we hold on to it, uh, those lessons, you know, as we hopefully find our way out of this period in our lives. Definitely. Zoka, do you have anything to add to that commentary? I really liked what you just described thinking um, I wish there were more people especially in management positions who really see their employees as a whole not just as the corporate person that is part of the company but also at that these people also all have a private life they all have special people that they care about and sometimes even care for um, that they need time to um, really get in touch with these people and that it's not that their life 24-7 is, um, is thinking of work. It's um, you have your work. And I think all of us are very passionate about what we do. Um, but that doesn't mean that we are not enjoying um, doing, I don't know, meeting friends, spending time with family, spending time, in your case, with, with your children. Um, I think it is... Um, very, very important that people in management positions do not forget about this. And I see that there is people who are very mindful of this, but I think it's also, as you said, it's easy to forget. It's just so easy to forget because you are just so concentrated on business and reaching numbers and figures and um, very easy to forget. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that comment can honestly span management, but all of us. I mean, I find myself in everyday life sending emails that following up on something that I asked for yesterday and not even like keeping in mind that like some of our colleagues are mothers or fathers or on vacation. And I'm like, oh, why haven't they gotten back to me? And it's like, everybody has a life outside of (laughs) me. remind myself to not hit send like wait do I need to like (laughs) I get it (laughs) yeah all right um so Nicole just out of curiosity and I don't know if you can you know name someone off the top of your head but who has been the most influential woman in your life um and why it's a tough question um you know I don't have like a one person answer, but I, maybe I'll give you a few people answers if that's, if that's okay. But, you know, I would say that constant role models in my life have been my mom, Jackie Eshapur, and my maternal grandmother, Puran Neman. And, you know, they are two women who grew up at, in a different generation and, you know, whether they made the choice or, or, or it was more just where their life was headed, they were um, committed to their families and not, um, didn't always have an independent career. And honestly, my mom, I mean, I don't want to speak for her, but in, you know, she's also still figuring out kind of what she wants. She went back to school recently, but they, they've always supported me and always, um, you know, in our family and our culture, cooking, as an example, is so important. And so 
they, they, they've been excited to impart those aspects of life on me, but my 80 year old grandma still calls me and she's like, are you still going to work? Okay, good. Don't forget work is important too. And so <laughs> it's just so funny. It's like an intergenerational, um, like relationship to women and working and, um, so I would say that the two of them, you know, continue to serve as very important uh, uh, female role models. And one other person that right now comes to mind is my ninth grade English teacher, Mrs. Bihar, because as a ninth grader, I was very into school. And so I, I participated and we had like battle of the classes where it, you know, it was a school event. And for a week, we all spent like nights at school to prepare. And Mrs. Bihar was our class advisor. So she like led this event for our grade. And she was our class advisor all four years. And so she was pregnant two of the four years. And I would come home and say to my mom, like, I don't know how she does it. Like she has kids. She And it, it's it's interesting to me when I think back because it, it's like I wasn't even as aware that that dialogue I was already having it about you know balance this balancing act and what's important and and I you know I never honestly spoke to the teacher about it I, I was young and I didn't think about it in that way but I look back and reflect that you know I noticed that she was at least to me and in my opinion balancing it so well and. Uh, so I, I think about her when I think about, you know, my life and my career as well. That's incredible. She sounds like someone so influential. And this is something that we have talked a lot about in our various interviews, like having visibility of a future you can see yourself in. Um, and one of the biggest things that we're trying to accomplish with women in chemicals is to show visibility of women in leadership roles in the chemical industry. And that story just goes to show like how important it is to see women doing the things you want to do, whether that be have a career in a family or be an executive, um, just having people that feel relatable to, to what you want for yourself. That's true. And, and I, I think it goes back to your question about what can companies do, you know, and to, to help this dialogue and help women in their careers. And the, 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 the aspect of networking or having forums, um, you know, within the office and within a company or within the industry, like what women and women in chemicals doing. Um, I think those are wonderful forums and outlets to have these conversations and, and explore these topics. Definitely, definitely. Um, so as we start to wrap up here, we kind of like to just open the floor for any advice that you'd like to give our communities, any recommendations for books, podcasts, um, any like life mottos that you live by, anything that you want to impart on us. So I, I'll share... I I, I love to read, but I don't read as often as I want to these days, although I've read some good books recently, but I'll share one thing that I think is, is um, you know, relevant to where our conversation went today, which is when Michelle Obama, I don't remember if it was after President Obama was inaugurated or at what point in, in the presidency it was, but at some point she sat down, I think it was with Barbara Walters, but for an interview and 
maybe it was Diane Sawyer, and they asked her, like, what's the most important part of your day? And she said, when I wake up in the morning and I go for a run before my day starts. And the interviewer said, you know, a lot of people might kind of double take when they hear that because you're a mother, you're a wife, you're, you're helping, you know, with the administration, but the most important day is something about you. And she said, yes, because that run and that time allows me to be the best mother, uh, professional spouse. Um, because I start off that way, like that's what I'm able to, to deliver in the best way possible the rest of the day. And that was a very powerful, uh, you know, anecdote for me and something that I try to remind myself that, and I've actually heard this come up in different ways in your interviews with other people that how important it is to take time for yourself and to focus on yourself as well while you're driving to push your career and your family life or whatever it might be that is important or present in your life at that moment that we as individuals also need attention and need to do something that that just makes us tick and makes us want to wake up in the morning and just be the best person or the best version of ourselves so I guess maybe to just share like you know have confidence in yourself um and, and do what's right for you, you know, including taking that morning run, if that's what it is. I love that. Well, I think that is a perfect way to end <laughs> it. Um, thank you so much, Nicole, for joining us today and for everything that you've done to support women in chemicals up to this point. Um, again, I don't think we would be where we are today without you. Um, so thank you again. It's my pleasure and I'm excited to be part of this community and uh, thank you for including me. Uh, it's really just my pleasure to be part of it. Thank Thanks. you so much, Nicole. It's, uh, it's